Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, February 8, 2017. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Jamie Lee, Lynn Spears, Trey Song, Judy Garland, Christy Teigen, and Stephen Colbert, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hi, I'm Britney Spears. I've had the pleasure of singing all over this great nation, but today I'm lending my voice to the 15 million kids in America struggling with hunger. Every year, billions of pounds of excess food go to waste, while one in five children may be left without enough food for a meal. But it doesn't have to be this way. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks helps to get food to families in need. Visit feedingamerica.org to learn how you can help. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's a good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectoral. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Hey, sweetie, what's going on? Well, honey, I uh, I have some news. Uh, okay, what? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to make sure you want to follow every week, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash That's Entertainment Radio and just look for the uh, large logo in red with the red carpet and the spotlights in front. Or you can always go to Twitter. Follow us at uh, That's Entertain 1. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter. I go by the name of Stiletto14, Stiletto Like the Shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just type in T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a gorgeous, sunny 60 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's been tuning in from the very beginning and is currently listening to the show via your phone, your computer. Thank you again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And, uh, of course, if you like to know when we're on the air, make sure if you are a registered listener here on BTR, just click on the follow-up button. It'll send you a reminder. And also make sure you follow us on that's Entertain 1, which is on Twitter, and like our Facebook page at That'sEntertainmentRadio.com. So how is everyone doing? How has your week been? It is Wednesday. It is hump day. And as usual, we do what we do best. We give you the latest dish from the world of entertainment. Uh, also, before I start off with the show, I want to give you guys a reminder. Make sure you tune in this Saturday night. That's uh, Saturday, February the 11th at 10.30 Eastern for my annual Valentine's Day show. It's a show that I do once a year, every year, 
where I, it's an all-music show where I play some of my favorite love songs and slow jams from the R&B genre. And uh, it's just a nice show where you just sit back and relax and whine if you had a long day or if you're not doing anything or if the weather is too uh, is too cold or too snowy outside and you want to just, uh, just kick it inside and relax. It's a nice show if you like R&B music, you like the, the love songs, this is the show for you. So make sure you tune in this Saturday night at 1030 Eastern right here on Block Talk Radio. I will also uh, post the show on the Facebook page, on Twitter, and also I'll mention it on Instagram as well. Also, um, don't forget this Sunday, February 12th, is the uh, Grammy Awards, which we're going to be hosted by James Corden. That's going to be a Sunday night, February 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on CBS. Speaking of the Grammys, uh, I'm going to give you a rundown of uh, who's going to be performing. Also, I'm going to give you uh, the latest on, matter of fact, who is the highest paid recording artist. Uh, to ever receive a Grammy. But this week is a very interesting week in entertainment. Uh, If you just heard uh, Jamie Lynn Spears, who happened to be the younger sister of Britney Spears, uh, Britney Spears' niece, uh, her 8-year-old niece, Maddie, was in a a really bad accident uh, last week. Uh, She was involved in an ATV incident. Uh, her niece is eight years old, and uh, it wasn't looking too good. The ATV had, I guess she was driving it. I'm not sure. It turned over. It landed in the pond. I'm here to give you the latest on her condition. Also this week, I'm going to give you the latest on um, a real shocker. Uh, legendary actress Judy Garland, may she rest in peace. Well, her late husband has written a memoir talking about she was molested on the production of The Wizard of Oz. And you never guess who were the molesters. And you notice I said plural, molesters. I'll give you the shocking conclusion. Also, Trey Songz, who you, we all love, uh, great singer, R&B, he's just you know, he makes great music. He's a hit maker. Well, he's the latest celebrity to have a reality show to vow for his affection or vow for his love. That's right. I'm going to give you the latest on Trey's songs. Also, uh, John Legend White, beautiful model, actress, and host of uh, – she co-hosts with uh, LL Cool J in the uh, famous – uh, the, the hit show Lip Sync Battle, which comes on Spike TV, well, she was in a hit-and-run accident. Uh, she was one of the passengers in a car. Somebody hit the car and left the scene. I'll tell you how she's doing. And um, somebody is number one. Somebody is a new king of late-night television, and it's not who you think. Without further ado, let's get started with the most talked-about stories of the week. Hit it. All right, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears' daughter, eight-year-old Maddie, uh, she is gradually recovering, thank goodness, after being involved in a very scary ATV incident on Sunday, February 5th. According to a statement by the, uh, the Spears family rep, Maddie, who is being treated at a New Orleans hospital, is awake and talking after regaining her consciousness. Uh, the, there was a statement from the doctor that said that they were able to uh, remove the ventilator, and uh, she's now awake and talking. Uh, she is continuing to receive oxygen, and she is being monitored closely, but it appears that she is not suffering from any uh, neurological consequences from her accident. On Monday, February 6th, Britney Spears took to Instagram to ask fans for their prayers for Maddie. She said, quote, need all the wishes and prayers for my niece, and uh, she also wrote alongside a picture of a niece posing with her dog at home. Jamie and her husband, Jamie Watson, witnessed Maddie in accident, which occurred on a family property in Kit- Kentwood, Louisiana, shortly before 3 p.m. on Sunday. Maddie was staring off the road uh, of the vehicle, which 
to avoid running over like a drainage ditch near a pond where she overcorrected and caused the vehicle to enter the pond. And here's the latest. The company who makes the ATV said that there are specific instructions in the vehicle that says that no one under 10 years of age should be operating this kind of vehicle. And Maddie is 8 years old. So it is in the vehicle that specifically say that no one under 10 year, years of age should be operating this vehicle. So it's, I, I don't know, it, I think they put it out there so just in case if a lawsuit occur, they put it out there, they made the statement. But luckily she's all right, but it was really, really scary. It, 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 it was really bad because they said that the vehicle had turned over in the pond, uh, she could have been drowning. You know, she was in the water. So uh, luckily she has now uh, regained consciousness. Trey Song is the latest celebrity to bring his search for love to a TV network. The R&B crooner, a.k.a. Tremaine Aldon Neverson, a.k.a. Mr. Steal Your Heart, is at the center of a VH1 new reality series called Tremaine the Playboy. Hosted by Drea Michael, Michelle, Drea Michelle, and Stilo Breen, who we all know from uh, Nick's Cannon uh, hit show, um, uh, the, the one that he does on MTV, uh, Wildin' Out. They're going to be uh, showing, well, they're going to feature like 17 ladies who are going to be competing to, for Trey Song's heart. Now, the super trailer is available on TremaineThePlayboy.com. It also shows an exclusive look on the VH1 digital platforms, and episodes will continue on TremaineThePlayboy.com. Now, it's funny because uh, I, I was expecting to see, like, an air date on the actual VH1 network, but they said that it's part of their digital platform. So if you want to take a look at the trailer, just go to TremaineThePlayboy.com. And legendary actress Judy Garland was molested by several actors who portrayed the munchkins in The Wizard of Oz. Her ex-husband reportedly claimed in a bombshell new memoir. Sid Luft, Garland's third husband from 1952 to 1965, doesn't specifically accuse anyone by name in his upcoming a posthumous memoir called Judy and I, My Life with Judy Garland, but alleges several cast members touched his former wife inappropriately during production for the 1939 movie. Love claimed in the book, according to the magazine, that they, he claimed that uh, they would make Judy's life miserable on the set and that they would be putting their hands under her dress. And these men, these little uh, men, were 40 or more years old. Uh, they thought they could get away with anything because they were so small, which uh, her husband wrote. Uh, Judy Garland, her husband, uh, died in 2005. The Munchkins were long rumored to have wild behaviors while filming The Wizard of Oz with Garland herself, detailing their apparent drinking habits in a 1967 interview. Uh she, they mentioned that they would get smashed every night. They picked them up uh, in butterfly nets. This is what they're saying. Uh, they said that uh, that this is what uh, some people are saying. This is what's supposed to be in the book. But actress Ma- uh, Margaret Pellegrini, who play- portrayed a munchkin herself in the classic film, she refuted the claim that any of her colleagues got out of hand. She said that uh, there was a lot of them who would like to just go out and have a few drinks, but nothing got out of hand. And she told The Independent in 2009, she also said that everyone was having a good time and enjoying themselves. There was no rowdiness or anything like that. So to hear the story was upsetting because she said that it was really not true. It didn't go down like that. Uh, Luft Memoir, which is also reportedly chronicled, Garland's drug addiction and alleged suicide attempt is going to be due for bookshelves on March 1st. So look out for that. Chrissy Teigen, the wife of John Legend, was involved in a hit-and-run car accident on Tuesday evening, February 7th. According to E! News, the incident took place near Hollywood at around 7.30 p.m. Law enforcement sources tell, the, tell us that the uh, Chrissy 
was the passenger of the vehicle that was hit. An unnamed suspect was arrested by Hollywood Division on felony hit and run. Thankfully, Christie was unhurt and suffered no injuries. The 31-year-old model was recently back in a bikini for a Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. She confidently showed off her post-baby body in the 2017 edition of the magazine just months after giving birth to baby Luna. Her photo shoot is featured in the making of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit 2017 special that will air on DirecTV now later this month. The Late Show with Stephen Colbert is finally labeled as the most watched show in the late night category. The Stephen Colbert-hosted show has topped The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon and total viewers for the first time since Colbert took over the program in September of 2015. And according to the Nelson data that was released yesterday, Colbert's show attracted 2.77 million viewers, edging Jimmy Fallon's show, which garnered an average of 2.76 million viewers. However, in the 18 to 49 demographic, Fallon still held on to the lead with a 0.67 rating to Colbert's 0.48 rating. The ratings of the late show has accelerated since Colbert has taken on a political charge during recent months. He has been openly critical of the new president, Donald Trump, particularly since last November's election. Colbert has disputed the president's voter fraud claim, and he's recently mocked a feud between Trump and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Over the past week, John Stewart joined Colbert to joke about Trump coming uh, Trump coming executive orders. Uh, Colbert then laid into Kelly Ann Conway's Bowling Green massacre flub. He also had some strong nonpartisan moments, such as baiting the existence of God with Ricky Gervais. Madonna is becoming a mother of six. The rebel heart hit maker has been granted permission by a judge in Malawi to adopt two four-year-old twin girls. Stella and Esther. Madonna and her lawyer appeared in court yesterday along with the children, their father, and their uncle, all of whom witnessed the adoption. Madonna has adopted uh, has adopted from Malawi twice before. Uh, the singer adopted son David Banda in 2008 and adopted daughter Mercy James in 2009. Both children are now 11 years old. She is also a mother to daughter Lourdes and son Rocco. And Lorenz Tate is set for a recurrent role in the upcoming fourth season of the Star's hit drama series, Power. Tate will play Rashad Tate, a city councilman from Jamaica, Queens. The actor is best known for his role in such movies as Dead Presidents, Love Jones, Why Do Fool Fall in Love, Biker Boys, and Ray. Power followed James Ghost St. Patrick, a drug kingpin living a double life who seek redemption in S4. Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, Mark Canton, Randall Emmett, and Gary Lennon serve as the executive producers on Power, which returns this summer on Stars. Right now we have here uh, 19 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If this is your first time tuning in to the show, welcome. Uh, That's Entertainment has been on Blog Talk Radio for uh, over six years now, coming this coming April. So if you like the show and you want to know more about the show and you're new to Blog Talk Radio, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and, and that way you get a reminder when I come on the air live. If you can't catch the show live, you can also listen to the show through the archives. We uh, Every show, if you want to go back to shows that you missed, you can always tune in and listen to the archive. We're also uh, available to listen on iTunes, and you can also catch the show on Stitcher.com. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. It's a website website over about 60-plus radio shows and podcasts. Just type in Vast Entertainment Online Radio in the search box, and you can get to listen to the shows. If you missed the show live, you can get to listen to the archives from there as well. Uh, Prince Band, The Revolution, will return to the stage this spring for a smattering of live shows in April. Guitarist Wendy Melone, bassist, uh, uh, bass, uh, bass player, I should say, Brown Mark, which is Mark Brown, drummer Bobby Z, Robert Rip- Rivkin, and keyboardist Matt Fink, 
and Lisa Coleman would head out on a four-city jaunt beginning April 23rd at the Metro in Chicago. The trek then rolls through Washington, D.C. and New York City before wrapping up in Philadelphia. Tickets go on sale February 10th. The band is also scheduled to perform at a celebration called Celebration 2017. It's a three-day festival at Paisley Park, which is going to be run from April 20th through the 23rd. The Revolution was credited on three of Prince's studio albums, Purple Rain, Around the World in the Day, and Parade, which members also played on in 1999, that album as well. So, here are the tour dates, the Revolution tour dates. April 23rd, they're going to be in Chicago, Illinois at Metro. April 27th, they're going to be in Washington, D.C. at the Fillmore Silver Spring. April 28th, they're going to be right here in New York City at B.B. King's. And April 29th, they're going to be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the Theater of Living Arts. At TV and radio star Steve Harvey is having the last laugh against rival DJ Tom Joyner. For weeks, Joyner had been urging fans who are upset about Harvey meeting with Donald Trump to tune into his radio show instead. Now Harvey has fired back by hiring Joyner's sidekick, J. Anthony Brown. It was announced on December 1st that Brown, who's been with the Tom Joyner radio show for more than 20 years, would be leaving with one month still remaining on his contract. Not only will Joyner land on his feet, he also has a chance to step on his former boss' toes while doing so. We're uh, told that he's going to start any day now. Shortly after his departure from Joyner's show, where he didn't get to say goodbye on the air, Brown took to Twitter to say why he left. He said, quote, sometimes people just disagree and part ways. That's just what happened, unquote. It'll be interesting to see how Harvey and Brown get along now that they're on the same team. In a 2015 interview floating around on YouTube, Brown claimed he preferred working for Joyner because he can take a joke. Harvey, who's ending one TV show in May and starting a new one in the fall, reportedly plans to move his radio show from Chicago to Los Angeles. And popular TV show host Charlie Rose, known for his rigorous and substantive interview, will undergo heart surgery on Thursday and leave CBS for a few weeks to recover. Rose, who's 75, the co-host of CBS This Morning, a 60-minute contributor and host of the nightly The Charlie Rose Show on PBS, told CBS News staffer that he hopes to return to the network in March. The surgery is described as a voluntary decision to replace an artificial aorta valve first installed 15 years ago. Nora uh, O'Donnell and Gail King will continue their work as co-hosts on the show. Since 2012, Rose has been a staple of This Morning and has helped it stand firmly against competition such as NBC's Today and ABC Good Morning America. So we wish him the best. Richard Hatch, who is best known for his role as Captain Apollo in Battlestar Galactica, he died yesterday. He was 71 years old. The actor has been in hospice care after a battle with pancreatic cancer. His son, Paul, was by his side in his Santa Clarita home. Uh, Hatch got his start with the Los Angeles uh, uh, Repertory Theater, as well as shows in Chicago and off-Broadway, before moving to the small screen where he debuted in 1971 on All My Children. His first major role came in the streets of San Francisco as Inspector Dan Robbins in 1976, the final season of the detective show. He also spent much of his later career attempting to revive Battlestar Galactica, including novels based on the series. Hatch even went as far as to write, co-direct, and produce a trailer for a spinoff called The Second Coming, but Universal Studios rejected his pitch. Instead, the studio ordered a remake from Ronald D. Moore in which Hatch played Tom Zarek, a terrorist-turned-politician, for 22 episodes over the show for season run. And former President Barack Obama is enjoying life as he went on mini-vacation after retiring. After wrapping up his short, sweet escape in Palm Springs with his family, he brought his wife and daughters to fly over to the British Virgin Islands, a private island owned by famous billionaire Richard Branson, you know, the guy who owns Virgin Airlines. Well, they they met up, and even uh, the president, the former president, was even spotted kite surfing with the billionaire right there. 
Branson uploaded a video on YouTube titled Richard vs. Barack yesterday showing how the former president handled the extreme sport. The video showed Branson and Obama competing on who could stay on board the longest. Obama appeared to be the winner, and the video ends with a picture of the former president smiling widely to the camera. Branson also took to his website to explain the backstory of the competition. He said that President Obama once told him no, him once told him that uh, he had been surfing on a dangerous break in Hawaii before he became president, but after he was elected, his security team restrained him from surfing since it was considered dangerous. So after Obama retired from his position, Branson invited him to his island to try kite surfing, and in the polls, Branson also bragged about how Obama mastered the basic of kite surfing in only two days. The two gentlemen seemed enjoying their vacation together as Branson had already planned for another one. He wrote that he wanted to do the long kite with the former president the next time he visited his island. How good is that? And it's it's nice. It's nice to see the president relax, enjoying life, you know, just having a good time. So it, it was a nice. It was nice to see that. Um, Selena Gomez and The Weeknd, boy, it's getting really serious. Well, they were spending a lot of time uh, together over the the past uh, couple of weeks, and on Monday, February 6th, they were spotted at Los Angeles Celebrity Hotspot Tower Bar and Restaurant for a romantic dinner. The weekend, Selena seemed to have strong feelings for each other. The two uh, were photographed holding hands at Dave & Buster's in L.A. in late January before jetting off to Italy, where Selena made their romance Instagram officially by capturing a video of the weekend with a heart eye emoji. Heart eyes. The two are reportedly having big plans for this year's Grammy. The weekend has allegedly made Selena his plus one at Clyde Davis' annual bash the night before the Grammys. Sources close to the couple said that the 26-year-old hottie was asking the recording cabin to seat them next to each other during the annual show. Mm. And Tiger has been slapped with another lawsuit. That's right. According to a new report from TMZ, the 27-year-old rapper has been sued for allegedly ordering his goons to beat up a process server who gave him legal papers at the penthouse nightclub in West Hollywood back in November. As previously reported, the man suddenly appeared and handed over the papers to Tiger when he was making his way into his birthday party on Friday night, November 18. While it's unclear why Tiger was served, the process server was then forcibly removed. In the new suit, the process server claimed that he was assaulted by Tiger's crew at the time. He was grabbed, yanked, pulled, and choked by someone in the Make It Nasty rapper's entourage. He added that it was the longtime boyfriend of Kylie Jenner who greenlit the, the violence. Wow. Right now we have here uh, 28 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. Uh, coming up in the next half hour, I'm going to give you the latest on uh, Meghan Markle, you know, the beautiful actress who starred in that show, Suits. Well, you know, she's the one that's dating um, Prince Harry. Well, uh, they apparently uh, caught her wearing a ring on her finger, uh, and people want to know what's up with the ring. I'll tell you the latest. Uh, remember I told you last week uh, Nicki Minaj's uh, home was burglarized? Well, uh, the paparazzi caught up with her ex-boyfriend, Meek Mills, and asked him, did he have anything to do with the, bar- the robbery? And I'll tell you uh, what he said. Also, uh, coming up in the half hour, uh, fresh off for her amazing halftime show at the Super Bowl 51, Lady Gaga just announced her upcoming 2017 world tour. Uh, I'll tell you the latest. And uh, Adele is the highest-paid Grammy nominee, and this is according to Four Magazine. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
where I go mm-hmm. Me and my friends at the table Doing shots, tripping parts And then we talk slow mm-hmm. Come over and start up a conversation With just me and trust me I'll give it a chance Now look my hands up And the man on the jukebox And then we start to dance And now I'm singing like Girl, you know I want your love Your love was handmade for somebody like me Come on now, follow my lead I may be crazy
At Meek Mill's ex-girlfriend, Nicki Minaj's house was burglarized earlier last week. The thieves took $200,000 worth of her belongings and also cut some of her designer clothes. The fact led to a speculation that the robbery was personal, and some people started pointing it at Mill. They were starting to point the finger at him. They suspected Mill since he was rumored to have broken up with the super bass hitmaker because he used her as allegedly his ATM machine. But the rapper shot down the rumors immediately. He was spotted by paparazzi while partying in a, uh, at the Life nightclub in Houston. As he left the club, uh, the paparazzi asked Meek Mills about his alleged involvement in Nicki Minaj's robbery, robbery, which he replied, quote, do I look like I rob people, unquote. The paparazzi still try to dig more information about Mills' current relationship with Minaj, which caused him to slam the paparazzi before leaving the scene. Mills and Minaj broke up earlier this year. After the bitter breakup, Mills reportedly challenged his longtime nemesis, Drake, to a boxing match. He also uh, wanted his ex-girlfriend to be the ring girl. And Robin Thicke has allegedly got to spend uh, more time with his six-year-old son, Julian, despite ex-wife Paula Patton's domestic abuse restraining order. According to a new report, the blur line hitmaker was allowed to spend time with his son over the weekend. TMZ was the first to report that Robin brought his only child to Kids World in Los Angeles on Saturday, February 4th. The 39-year-old father reportedly stepped out with his only child with a court-appointed monitor due to the restraining order against him. According to the news outlet, Paula, who currently has sole legal custody of Julian, still wants the young boy to have a good relationship with his dad. Hence, she has agreed to allow her ex-husband to see their son three times a week at a neutral location until the next court hearing on February 24th. And friend to the show, Chelsea Peretti and her husband, Jordan Peele, of Key and Peele fame are expected their first child together. The Brooklyn Nine-Nine actress took to her Instagram account on Saturday, February 4th to announce her pregnancy in a funny way. The 38-year-old comedian posted a photo of her growing baby bump at what to appear to be the Board Museum Infinity Mirror Room, apparently referencing Beyonce no recent pregnancy announcement. Chelsea captured the snap, Beyonce Smonsi. Chelsea and Jordan have been together for more than three years. The couple announced their engagement in November 2015 before revealing on Late Night with Seth Meyers last April that they had eloped with their dogs as their only witness. And I had the privilege to interview uh, Chelsea. Chelsea was here on the show about uh, almost about about almost two years ago, about a year and a half ago, when she was promoting uh, the current season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, if you want to check out that interview and you want to go through the archives, check out my interview with Chelsea Peretti, very funny lady. And uh, that reminds me, I have to go ahead. I follow her on uh, Twitter, so I'm going to go ahead and congratulate her, congratulate her on her new bundle of joy. And the estate of New Orleans... YouTube artist Messy Maya, get this, filed a lawsuit against our girl Beyonce for uh, for illegally sampling the late artist's vocals on her hit song Formation. As a result, the estate is now seeking more than $20 million in back royalties and other damages for its usage. According to TMZ, the estate claimed that they reached out to the singer to address the issue, but she reportedly ignored them. B's representatives have yet to comment on the accusation. The accusation come on the heel of Beyonce's pregnancy announcement. Last week, the 35-year-old diva surprised the world when she announced on Instagram that she was having twins. That picture later became the most liked Instagram post of all time, beating the previous record of Selena Gomez's pick. B will reportedly perform at the 59th Annual Grammy Awards on Sunday, February 12th, if she was spotted rehearsing at a secret location in Los Angeles with a glam squad, camera crew, and her team of dancers all in tow. She's also set to headline Coachella this April, despite the fact that she will be on her third trimester when the music gig runs. And Mariah Carey has some advice for our girl B. She had uh, said that having twins is really difficult. Uh, she was speaking to Entertainment Tonight, Carly Steele. Uh, Mariah said she's thrilled that B is expecting twins with husband Jay-Z. Um, 
she mentioned that the last time uh, she saw Beyonce was during her Christmas show right here in New York City. She had came to the show with her daughter, Blue Ivy. She thought it was really sweet for her to come by, and she just want to wish her and Jay-Z all the best. However, she did know that she had, Mariah had some difficulties when she was carrying her ex-husband's uh, twins, Nick Cannon uh, children, Moroccan and Moreau. She said that... Um, you know, physically having twins was really, really difficult for her, and she had a tough time. But she said there's there's nothing like it. They're the best. Uh, Mimi recently made headlines when she posted some sexy pictures while working out in high heels and fishnet stockings. She revealed that there are benefits to her unusual choice of footwear. She said it's actually good for the calves. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this post, but, uh, yeah, she got her fishnet stocking, she got her stilettos on, and she said that she, this is not the first time she worked out in hills. She had did it before. She claims it's very good on the calves. I don't know. <laughs> and I love me some hills, so I don't know. Maybe I'll try it. And fresh off her amazing halftime show performance at the Super Bowl 51, Lady Gaga, announced her upcoming 2017 Joanna World Tour. Taken to Instagram, the singer shared the news once the New England Patriots claimed their victory at the annual football match. And without any caption or information, the mother monster popped a post, uh, pop art photograph of herself wearing purple round sunglasses while Lady Gaga jo- Joanne World Tour is written across the animated picture. The tour will begin this summer in North America, while details and ticket info will be announced later. 2017 Joanne World Tour will be Gaga's first headlining tour since co-headlining Cheek to Cheek Tour with Tony Bennett between 2014 and 2015. Previously, the Million Reasons hitmaker had fronted several arena tours, including Monster Ball Tour in 2009 to 2011, Born This Way Ball 2012 to 2013, and Art Rave, the Art Pop Ball in 2014. And speaking of Lady Gaga, she will join Metallica on stage at the 59th Annual Grammy Award, which is, again, set to take place on Sunday, February 12th. On Monday, Gaga fans uh, had a winter sight, and she tweeted a snippet of the Grammy promo clip. Now, Gaga is a regular performer at the music, music Biggest Night that she appeared at the ceremony last year to pay tribute to David Bowie. Meanwhile, Metallica has performed at the show in 2014 when they performed their classic song, One, with famous concert pianist Lang Lang. Last month, the band teased that they would give something very unique and special for this year's Grammy's performance. And in addition to Gaga and Metallica, country pop singer uh, Kelsey Ballerini and Danish soul band Lucas Graham, they're going to make their debut performance at this year's Grammy. Also join the lineup of Debbie Lovato, uh, Andra Day, and Tori Kelly, who will be collaborating with Little Big Town for a special collaboration performance that honors the Bee Gees and celebrate the 40th anniversary of Saturday Night Live. Again, also scheduled to take the stage is our girl Beyonce, Katy Perry, The Weeknd, Adele, Daft Punk, Alicia Keys, John Legend, and more. James Corden will host the annual award-giving show, which will be broadcast live from Los Angeles Staples Center on CBS at 8 p.m. Eastern. And Lady Gaga is also set to appear as a guest judge in the ninth season of RuPaul Drag Race. The Million Reason hitmaker announced the news by posting a Twitter, a promo for the upcoming season of the reality competition show, and captioned it, The time has come. I'm joining the girls on the season premiere of RuPaul Drag Race. Gaga's appearance will mark her first time to be on the long-running reality competition series. And over the year, uh, RuPaul Drag Race has been hosted by many A-list celebrities, including Vanessa Williams, Neil Patrick Harris, Gigi Hadid, and fashion designer Marc Jacob. The ninth season contestant includes your favorites like Aja, Alexis Michelle, Charlie Hyde, Sasha, Valor, Shea Cooley, Trinity Taylor, and more. And also, uh, this just came over the wire. Lady Gaga uh, was uh, now is being body shamed uh, after what she wore at the uh, Super Bowl 51 after she did her uh, halftime show, where um, some of the men had made some comments about her belly. Uh, you know, she wore the, the very uh, short shorts, 
and it looked like her stomach was overlapping over the shorts. And you know what? We got to stop this body shaming. I think, and especially when it comes to men, you know, I I I think one thing there's two things that you don't say uh, or ask about a woman. You don't talk about her weight, and you don't ask her about her age. I think it's very rude. Uh, I was, uh, uh, you know, I, I've been body shamed too when I had gained weight. Uh, it's it's not a good feeling. I remember I, I was watching a performance, and uh, a New York Times writer had critiqued the performer, and she was a, a cabaret singer, and she had just recently had a baby. And in the article, he talked about how beautiful her voice was, but he didn't make the emphasis on her voice in the show. He just had that one line. But you know what he was talking about? Her sudden gain of weight. Men, stop body shaming women. We can't be all these long, lean, tall, thin goddesses. We're not all built the same. We really got to stop that. Fourteen minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the week, so make sure you don't go anywhere. She just wants to be beautiful. She goes unnoticed. She knows no limits. She craves attention. She praises an image. She prays to be sculpted by the sculptor. Oh, she don't see the light that's shining Deeper than the eyes can find it Maybe we have made a blind soul She tried to cover up her pain And cut her woes away Cause cover girls don't cry After the face is made But there's a hope to find
Right now we got 10 minutes left remaining to show that this latest from Alicia Cara and Scars to Your Beautiful. What an appropriate song after the story about this uh, Lady Gaga being body shamed. So you are beautiful. Whatever you are, how you are, whether you're petite, uh, a heavyweight, whatever, Scars to Your Beautiful. Uh, right now, we again, we have nine minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the week, uh, Adele is the highest-paid Grammy nominee. According to Forbes, Adele made $80.5 million in total from 2015 to 2016. She beat out other famous names and places first on the magazine top-paid Grammy nominee list. The Send My Love singer made that much money from her successful album, 25. Her latest album became the world best-selling album of 2015 and sold 20 million copies last June. The magazine also estimated that Someone Like You hitmaker earned at least $3.8 million per city from her massive sold-out Adele live tour. And slightly behind Adele is Rihanna, who is nominated in eight categories at the upcoming Grammy. She's placed second with approximately $75 million in earnings. The hit, the work hitmaker made the money from streams and sales of her album Anti, and endorsement deals from Puma, Samsung, and Dior. Her tour also brought in 1.6 million per stop. And although Justin Bieber and Beyonce also made a huge amount of money, the two stars couldn't make it to the top. Bieber album Purpose and the successful singles only brought in 56 million, putting him at number four. And as for Beyonce, despite getting the most Grammy nominations with a total of nine nods, she only ranked seventh with 54 million. Forbes used data from its list of the world's highest paid musician to make the top paid Grammy nominee list. The magazine measured pre-tax earnings from June 2015 through June 2016 before deducting fees for agents, managers, and lawyers. Taylor Swift, who was nominated only for one Grammy this year, currently ranks as the world's highest paid musician. And uh, we, you know, we all we we're getting off this high of, of uh, Lady Gaga performance at the 51st annual uh, Super Bowl. Well, Kim Kardashian is already pushing for her husband Kanye West to be the headliner of next year's Super Bowl halftime show. The 36-year-old reality TV star retweeted two fan posts that campaign for Kanye as a performer for Super Bowl 52. The first tweet read, uh, "Never too early." Hashtag Kaye for Super Bowl 52. And the second tweet said, Hashtag Kaye for Super Bowl 52. Now, those two tweets were posted along with a picture of Kaye performing on Kim Action Cause Uproar on Twitter. Uh, some users blatantly opposed the idea of the famous rapper headlining the annual event. Some uh, said that uh, some were supported. They said that he would put on a good show. And some said that. Uh, they would not even go because they said that Kaye is good for canceling. They said that one Twitter user wrote, uh, no, not Kaye for Super Bowl 52, he'll just cancel. I'm still pissed. Apparently this one probably was that at that recent concert where he just just bugged out and then just left the stage. Uh, but they said there's very little chance uh, that they will see Kanye performing at the Super Bowl 52. The bosses at the National Football League are known for their tendency to avoid controversy since Janet Jackson bared her boobs in 2004 and MIA showed her middle finger to the camera in 2012. With Kanye's infamous unpredictability, odd act, and explicit Phil rant, the idea of him headlining the event seemed unlikely to happen. And right now, Kanye is now busy making a music video with his collaboration with Tiger. It's called Feel Me. It's supposed to be uh, a big production. Uh, it's supposed to be reportedly featured some four-wheel trucks that will kick up a lot of dust at a local stadium. And Kim and Tiger's longtime girlfriend, Kylie Jenner, will reportedly make an appearance in the clip. And Damian Lewis addressed rumors that he is uh, – that. He is eyed for the next Jane Bond. Lewis believes that Daniel Craig will return for the upcoming Bond 25. Rumors about a new James Bond started after Craig expressed his reluctance to return for another 007 film. He later seemed to backtrack on his statement. Damian Lewis, who's 45, is known for his role on Homeland. He now leads another Showtime series called Billions, and on the big screen he joins the female-centric Ocean 8 movie. 
And Pitch Perfect 3 has another new addition for its upcoming threequel. Fresh off his SAG win for his role as Winston Churchill in Netflix, The Crown, John Lithgow is confirmed to join the musical comedy movie. Elizabeth Banks, who directed the second one, will remain as one of the producers and reprise her role in front of the camera as Gail. The threequel is scheduled to hit theaters across the country on December 22nd, 2017. The original cast members like Anna Kendrick, Anna Camp, Rebel Wilson, Brittany Snow, and Alexis Knapp are expected to return for the third installment. Haley Steinfeld, who joined the franchise in the second film, is back as well. And BET is taking the story of a famous music star again following the success of his new edition miniseries. Oh, the success of the new edition miniseries. Nas is the subject of an upcoming scripted project written by Rush creator John Levine that has got a pilot order from the network. Named after Nas' breakout 1996 hit song Sweet Dream, it's described as a show about music, family, and the trial and tribulations of the rap game. It tracks the ascent of Nas, a young man from the Queenbridge Project, who would go on to become a famous rapper as he evolved from young man to crack dealer to rapper to adult. Levine will write and direct the pilot of the hour-long series, while Nas will executive produce the series. Nas told Rolling Stone that he recruited Levine for the project after watching The Wackness, which was directed by Levine. And the February 4th episode of Saturday Night Live, uh, Melissa McCarthy stole that show as she impersonated Donald Trump Administrative Press Secretary Sean Spicer. And now the White House Press Secretary has responded to McCarthy's portrayal of him by calling it a little exaggerated. According to Extra, Spicer said that McCarthy needed to slow down on the gum chewing because there were way too many pieces in there. Overall, he thought the sketch comedy was a really funny show, but he felt that McCarthy could dial back a bit. Saturday Night Live will return on NBC on Saturday, February 11th with Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, set as the host. This will mark Baldwin's 17th time delivering the monologue on the show, giving him a new record for the most time hosting the show. Additionally, Ed Sheeran will be returning to the sketch comedy series as a musical guest for the second time. And uh, there's going to be a a new trailer for the fifth and final season of Bates Motel. It has been released. The video offers a closer look at Marion Crane. Get this, who's going to be portrayed by Rihanna. Norman, who's played by Freddie Highmore, his newfound relationship with his late mother, Norma, played by Vera Flaminga, is also featured in the footage. Bates Motel Season 5 premieres on Monday, February 20th at 10 p.m. Eastern on A&E. The final season will introduce House of Cards star Elizabeth McNally as Madeline Loomis, The Walking Dead alum Austin Nichols as her husband Sam and Brooke Smith as Sheriff Dana Green, and meanwhile, Kenny Johnson will return as Caleb Calhoun along with Ryan Hurst, who returns as Chick Hogan. And Annette Bening, she's joining the second season of Ryan Murphy anthology series, American Crime Story, titled Katrina. Season two will focus on the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, one of the five deadliest hurricanes in the history of the United States. Bening is the first official cast member announced for Katrina. The Oscar-nominated actress will portray Kathleen Blanco, Louisiana governor who led the state during and after the devastating 2005 storm. Meanwhile, American Crime Story season three will be titled Versace and follows the 1997 murder of Johnny Versace in Miami. The fourth season will chronicle Bill Clinton's sex scandal and the role of Monica Lewinsky and her colleague Linda Tripp, who secretly recorded Lewinsky's conversation about her alleged affair with the 42nd President of the United States. The second season of American Crime Story will premiere sometime in 2018 on FX, while the third season of the anthology series will debut six months later. Right now, that will do it for me for this week. Make sure you tune in uh, Saturday night, that's February 11, at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, where I do my annual Valentine's Day show. And uh, if you're not doing anything, um, and hopefully you'll be able to turn to at least the half, at least an hour part of the show before you tune in to the uh 
uh, Saturday Night Live, where Alec Baldwin will be the host of the 17th time. But tune in. Even if you could just spend a 30 minutes or an hour with me, that would be great. But, again, tune in to my annual Valentine's Day show this Saturday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Blog Talk Radio. And don't forget to check out the Grammy Awards, which will be aired on Sunday, February 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on CBS with host James Corden. That will do it for me for today. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe. And, oh, also for our Northeastern, we're getting ready for the snowstorm that's supposed to be happening tomorrow. So you stay safe and dry, keep warm, and uh, I'll talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>